Hello and thank you for listening to episode 510 of 60MW. I'm Dave and this is the first of a new series of shows called Back in the 70s. Think of it as a sister show to the Decade of Decadence show that I do with Tom, which is all about the 80s. This, as you may have already guessed from the title, is all about the 1970s. So, of course, I had to get somebody of a similar age <laughs> who can remember that wild and wacky decade. Uh, so, hello, he is, Tina. He is my mum. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hello. 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 I'm not his mum. No. No. No, you're not. I think regular listeners will know who you are. And if they don't, it's Tina. Hello, I am Tina. <laughs> and I am here to talk about the 1970s. And I'm here to talk about the 1970s. <laughs> uh, right, a quick a quick explanation before any of you younger listeners go, oh, bugger me, I'm not listening to this. It's about this 50-odd years ago. A lot of people will think that it's just basically about paedophilia. It's a big part of the 70s. Totally. As we've uh, as we found out uh, all too recently as yeah. well. Anyway, mm. uh, yeah, so... For people our age, it's going to be a big nostalgia hit and hopefully we're going to be talking about things that you'll recognise and bring back some memories for you. But for the younger listener, we're hoping these shows... Uh, two things. One, hopefully send you down some very strange rabbit holes mm. <laughs> online. Yeah. And wherever you end up, that's through no fault of us. You shouldn't have gone mm. down that rabbit hole. <laughs> and the other reason is... Uh, it was a completely different world back then. Totally. If you could go back in a time machine to 1970, you would just look around you and the first thing you'd say is, why is everything brown? Yeah, various and orange sh shades of beige. The other thing you would say is, oh my God, I can see a doctor the next day. <laughs> and the NHS works. Yeah, it's all, all those things. Doctors pay attention to me. Oh, my God. It's amazing. In the other thing is the amazing collars. Oh, we will get on to all, I mean, fashion Clothes. of the 70s. Hair. Clothes. There's so many, so many different things. In fact, uh, a few weeks ago, I put out a tweet and was asking people, um, what comes to mind when you think of the 1970s? So the replies that we got, and thank you to everybody that did reply. So, uh, and these were all on Twitter. At Multiplat Man, column over in Ireland, uh, he said, uh, Starsky and Hutch. Yeah. Of which, just by the side of you, Tina, is a signed, yeah. still boxed Starsky and Hutch car. because yeah, we met them all. by Starsky, Hutch and Huggy Bear. Huggy Bear. Can Ooh. you remember the theme tune to Starsky and Hutch? Can you hum it? Oh, you'd have to give me a minute. What do you think? Straight away, Starsky and Hutch sliding over the bonnet of the red and white car that's what I instantly and jumping on the roof of it and hurting his yeah his coccyx his coccyx and woolly cardigans woolly cardigans jumping into a pool with a woolly cardigan on did oh. you fancy starsky or hutchmore uh, starsky was always the best he was because he had a Huggy temper bear was my favorite oh no he wasn't mine yeah wasn't he a pimp yeah he was, well, he was but we didn't cool. know what a pimp was we didn't know <laughs> What do you think about well, we it? We had say, no idea. No, we should say that um, the decade of the 70s were very formative years for both me and Tina because we 
started the decade aged five and we finished at age 15. Yeah. So they are very formative years. Yeah, totally. And, you know, a lot of things that you grew up with become instilled within so many yeah. memories that are still yeah. locked into our heads that, you know, we'll talk about in, in future shows. Uh, but Colin Yates and Starsky and Hutch, Kojak, Flares. Flares. And Disco. Flares. Oh, my God. Kojak. My, my dad loved Telly Savalas. Mm-hmm. What did he used to say? Oh, with the lollipop in his mouth, he did say... He loves you, baby. That's it. Yeah. Always with the lollipops. Uh, at Wickerman73, a couple of underscores thrown in there for good measure. Tony, thanks, Tony. From my memories as a kid, making toast and a toasting fork on a coal fire. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, simple pleasures. But How hey. many people listening to this... Now we'll go, what's a coal fire? What's a toasting fork? What's a toast? What's toast? What did you do before a toaster? What did you do? <laughs> you mean you used to have live fire in your house? Isn't that dangerous? Isn't it? <laughs> uh, no central heating. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Uh, everyone had house coats. <laughs> house coats? <laughs> yes. You better explain that. Did your mum wear one or did your nan? My nan wore My one. My nan wore a house coat. Again, for the younger listeners, would you like to explain what a house coat Okay, was? so a house coat is. So imagine your mum wearing her dressing gown. I'm not talking about her pyjamas that she goes to the shop in. I'm talking about her dressing gown. Do they know what dressing gowns are even? Because <laughs> yes. how can you explain Dressing the house gowns coat? are still a thing. So, so a house coat is sort of like a dressing gown that you wore over your crimpoline dress while you were in the house. And if you went out of the house, you would take your house coat off and put your outside coat on. Or if you were going somewhere <laughs> posh, you or it was summer, you would just take your house coat off. It was literally... What it's what it says it is. It was a coat that you wore in the house to protect whatever you had on from all the cleaning that you were doing. Yes, men didn't wear them. All those, all those <laughs> abrasive and and chemical filled yeah. cleaning products. Bleach, bleach, powdered bleach. Yes. Uh, Tony goes on to say, "Ready break." Oh, I mean, that was breakfast of champions back yeah. then. <laughs> Power cuts. Oh, yeah, totally, yeah. Strikes. Yeah. Shopping by candlelight. Yeah. Three-channel TV. Yes, folks, yeah. there was just three channels. Three. Uh, no phones. No phones, no, unless no. you were rich and you had a house phone. Well, you had house phones. No, no, we, no mobile we didn't phones. Ha we didn't have a house phone until I was 17. We, could, mm. we couldn't afford it. Didn't have a house phone. And it was a trim phone. Oh. That was state-of-the-art. Yeah. State, state glowed-in-the-dark. and it, Do you remember the noise it used to make? It was like... And it rang. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, oh, that's the sound of the future. That's yeah. not like a phone ringing. Yeah. And the way that they looked. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah. again, it's Space probably some of the younger listeners thinking, a trim phone? phone? Just Google it. Yeah. looks amazing. Uh, the 1976 drought. Yeah. Uh, and he finishes by saying, wish I could go back because it's shit now. Yeah, totally agree with <laughs> yeah. you there, Tony. Uh, at Michael Fisher, glam rock. <gasps> Beautiful. We'll be talking a fuck ton about glam rock. Like, yes. Best <laughs> music of the 70s. Oh, music of the 70s. I've always said on different shows, my three favourite genres of music. It's 1950s rock and roll, 1970s chart music over mm -hmm. here. 
uh, and eighties rock music. Four uh, D. Everybody knows Ben Fordy Ford. Uh, he just put one word, porn. Of course he did. Which obviously in the 1970s meant finding it in a bag under a hedge. Or stuffed in a hedge or under some corrugated iron by a canal. Or at the bottom of your dad's wardrobe. Or in between the base <laughs> and the mattress of your bed. Because that's the last place you'd look for your dad's porn. My dad only had one porn mag. Did he? Can you it remember was what it very was? well thumbed. Uh, Did no, it open up on one particular it page? It hadn't got a cover. It hadn't got a cover. <laughs> the cover had worn out on it. <laughs> my dad had worn the cover. My dad. Oh, dad. Oh. Oh. Oh, I and, bet it was a bloody good cover, though. Oh, it must have been. It just. <laughs> <laughs> it fell to pieces. I can remember, actually, the first time I saw Pat porn mag. It. <laughs> It was at our next door neighbour's house, my Uncle John and Auntie Barbara. They weren't my, my real auntie and uncle. That's what you used to call your neighbours yeah, yeah. in those days. And my friend Paula, who's the same age as me, was horrified, ran over to my house and said, Tina, 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 you've got to come and look what I found. I don't know what it is. Come and look, come and look. So we sneaked into her house, went upstairs, and she got this porn mag of her dad's. Full glorious bush in colour. Neither of us, I think we were about six or seven at the time, and her dad caught us. Do you know what he did? What he did? locked us in the wardrobe to punish us <laughs> and hit us across the head with a porn mag. Wow. I mean, yeah. if that doesn't scream 1970s right there. Yeah. Adults hitting kids with porn mags. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a snapshot of the 1970s. Yeah, it was completely this is what you've normal. Got to look forward to, folks. I mean, now, if you hit your kid with a porn mag, it, do they even make porn mags? No, it'd have to be if you hit your kid, kid with their iPads that was playing porn, porn on it. Yeah, yeah. Which would be, well, cause a lot more damage. You'd actually. get arrested. You would do. Uh, <laughs> at Yellowbug 1969, um, Dave, thank you, Dave. Playing in the street without yeah. the fear of being splattered by traffic. Always playing in the street. Yeah, but I didn't live in a town. I lived in the middle of the country, so yeah, there was no anyway. traffic. It was just fields and like rivers yeah. and shit. Uh, he also put also the dread of watching Last of the Summer Wine on a, <laughs> on a Sunday evening yeah. in the knowledge it's nearly bedtime because it's school tomorrow. Now for me... Yeah, it wasn't Last of the Summer Wine for me. I bet it was the same with you. Was, I know what you're going to pick. It was That's Life. It was That's Life. It was That's Life. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, and so I put on Twitter, oh, it's That's Life, and uh, Dave said, yeah, I got to watch that, but a bit later. Uh, in the 70s, I was usually in bed by 8.30 to 9 on a school night. Didn't it? It finished around about past nine, quarter to ten, didn't it? Something, that's Life. It was yeah. real. Because the other programme I remember as a kid, what my mum would only let me stay up late this one night was the goodies. BBC Two, nine till half past nine. Mm -hmm. Goodies. It was goody, an awful goody, oh. feeling, though, of the oh, end horrible. credits of That's Life. Yeah. And it was like, shit. Oh, fuck. Week of school. I fucking yeah. hate school. Fuck. <laughs> and fuck school. Was, that's Life. I used to love watching the programme. Yeah. One of Did, my favourite programmes. But it was Cyril, your favourite. Cyril Fletcher. Cyril? Yes. Uh, Kev, I used to sp I used to sneak out of bed when my folks went to the pub on Sunday night 
for Monty Python at about 9pm on BBC Two. Um, explains a lot. Yes, back then we were left to our own as kids because we knew how to look after ourselves. Yeah. We were, lo- we were totally, left yeah. on our own. Absolutely. All yeah. the time. Yeah. All the time. And we'd go out like, you know, eight o'clock in the morning and your mum would shout, don't come back till 10pm. And we didn't. And I'm not joking. Oh, no, you'd be out all day. You'd be out be all it. day. Um, Dave as well, he put my parents would go out on a Saturday and I'd be left alone to do my own thing. I'd always be in bed when they co- came home, but I'd get up as my dad would always bring me a packet of crisps and half a pint, half pint bottle of Nuki Brown. Oh, what was he? Holy shit. I'd have those and sod off back to bed. Happy time. Your dad was an enabler, Dave. Oh, that's it. Here, son, drink this. It'll put hairs on your chest. <laughs> and also make you poo brow. Um, Gavin sent us a YouTube clip to yeah. uh, a, a, a comedy clip yeah. of where it's uh, a chief from the Scottish um, squad police opens a time capsule from the 1970s. <gasps> I remember that. It's and, hilarious, uh, isn't it's it? Full of you like, have to put that. Please go to the podcast notes and watch this video. And watch, and watch the video for the. <laughs> it encapsulates the 70s. Yeah. Well done, Gav. <laughs> uh, Scott Patton walking everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Uh, going out to play with mates and just disappearing for hours with parents having no idea where yeah. you were. Yeah. Also, the Corona drink lorry <gasps> driving yes. around yes. <laughs> local streets. And all the kids going mad for the sugar rush. Yeah. And the kids going around nicking bottles for the refund. For the 10p. 5p? It was, it was 10p then. Must have been Wales. Yeah. Cheap ass. Yeah, cheaping out in Wales. Yeah, just 5p. 5p in Wales. Uh, wow. Mark Wood, another one for power cuts. Yeah. Uh, Amy Cornell, polyester clothes and perms. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But we thought we looked amazing. Yeah. Uh, fantastic music, definitely. Yeah. Lazy summers at friends' pools. Oh, Amy. At friends, but now paddling pools. You had to blow up yeah. paddling pool. Yeah. Had those. Um, watch Who, it. Is Amy Posh? I don't know. Friends' pools. I never went to a friends' pool. No, I didn't have any friends at yeah. pools. We had a canal. <laughs> there was a cut. We used to get in the cut. Just go and play. In Fully that. closed. Yeah. Uh, watching TV shows uh, on the times they were on, because yeah. they were recording. Yeah. Uh, and watching movies in the theatre, because they were so much cooler than any place else. Lots of joy. Um, oh, except for the smoke. Yeah, I mean, this was ridiculous. With You'd go to the cinema. You could still you could, you smoke, could smoke a nice in the bag. Yeah, but you? they had, I don't know if it was the same here, but where I grew up, the cinema there. And again, it was old school mm. seats that you'd got. Mm. It was like really uncomfortable. But the smoking section... At the front? Was at the front. And you'd be sitting at the back? We'd be sitting at the back and you'd watch the movie through a haze of like people having a fag. Yeah. And it would be a cloud of smoke yeah. up at the front. And you had to, all the non-smokers had to watch the, the film yeah. through that fog, through the, yeah. which was ridiculous. Um, Colin also put putting money in the gas meter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, Colin Gardner finished with awful clothes. Oh, <gasps> They were pretty awful, weren't they? Well, looking back, I mean, I think any fashion, um, and I mentioned this to Alan on a rant show we did, and mm. I brought up fashion and how ridiculous fashion I, is at I fashion think, shows. I think it, you've got to you've got to think about when in the seventies, though, when it comes to anything that we talk about, because I think the beginning of the seventies is a lot different 
to oh, the yeah, end big, of the 70s. There was 70s. a big change. There was a yeah. big change going on. It's like the introduction of punk really changed fashion, mm-hmm. didn't it? And, oh, yeah. Yeah. you know, it went from flares to drain pipes. And people's mentality went from flares to drain pipes as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there, there's some of the things we will be covering a lot of those as mm. well. Uh, hopefully, like I said at the beginning, for you more mature <laughs> in years, maybe not in mind, uh, listeners out there, that may have brought up some memories for the younger ones. And you're just thinking, Google. just Google everything. Just Google everything. Just go and have a look. Go and have a look. So, what we're going to be doing in these uh, in these shows? Then it, it's not going to be like the decade of decadence, and about every every month they're going to be as and when. Uh, we'll cover one, two, three subjects, something huh. like that. Uh, we're always welcome. Any uh, any feedback? Anything you'd yeah. like us to cover? Yeah. Any of your memories of the 1970s would be great to read out. You can send us an email, and we'll read those out. So we've got a couple of things to chat about on this episode. So, Tina. Yes. Back in the 70s. Back in the 70s, Dave. Children's toys yeah. didn't go through the uh, the vigorous safety checks that they you do You mean the now. European safety checks? Yeah, mm. but, but we're not in that. <laughs> <laughs> They're the probably will regress to again. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe yeah. these will make a huge comeback in, in the weaponised form. Oh, dear God. <laughs> oh, dear God, I hope not. So we're, we're going to talk about clackers. <laughs> <laughs> Which... Let's... I'm sorry, it just... The word, it's all, I don't know why clackers just makes me laugh. Because I just think, <laughs> doesn't matter what I think of, carry on. You're thinking I am. of farting very loudly and you're going, oh, well, that's a clacker. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. I think you do. Don't okay. laugh too hard or else the listeners will be hearing a clacker from you. <laughs> so these were also known, these were sold worldwide. Uh, also known as well as clackers, they were called click clacks, whackers, knockers. <laughs> That's a great. Mummy, can I have some knockers? <laughs> Is this in different countries? Yeah. Or? yeah. Uh, wackos, bangers. Bangers. Oh, yeah, what a pair of bangers. Poppers. <laughs> yeah. Poppers. That's something a bit different now, isn't it? Jesus. Yeah. Bonkers. Clack clacks, mini poppers, rockers, super clackers. <laughs> <laughs> You've done a few super clackers in your time. Please. Come on. Territory. <laughs> Wackos, quick clacks, quick clacks, quick wax. They <laughs> <laughs> sound like other ways of wanking, don't they? Or... <laughs> Zonkers. <laughs> it's like wanking and tits. It is. Fine pair of zonkers. Popper knockers. <laughs> and many other names. Yes. Which, like you said, will probably be yeah. some sort of strange double entendre for either wanking or <laughs> or farting or tits. Pick one of those three. I bet got... a, I bet a middle-aged white man made up every single one of those names. <laughs> yeah, while mm. he was having a pint of bitter. Right. Uh, in a crimpling suit. Yes, and big penny collars. Yeah. Uh, they came into the market in the late 60s. They lasted until the early to mid-70s. The late 60s? Yeah. Was that other countries? or? Yeah, because they... they were a worldwide phenomenon. I don't remember them being in Britain as a little no, girl. I remember I them remember when I was... them. 
And for those of you that are still thinking, what the fuck are clackers? Uh, they made. They were made of two acrylic or, and I've read this, can you believe, glass balls. What? Yeah, imagine they're made out of glass. They were on a string. Oh, oh God. <laughs> did you have a popper then? I had a, I had a, what did I have? I had a quick clack then. <laughs> <laughs> so they were two acrylic or glass balls on a string and they'd either got a ring or a little handle in the middle of the string. So then you've got the string hanging down, a ball at each end, and the point of it was to get the two balls clacking against each other. So you'd gently move your hand up and down. <laughs> I, feel, I wish you could see him because he's actually doing the action and it doesn't look like he's got clackers. So gently moving your hand up and down with your quick, having a quick whack. <laughs> I don't think you've explained this properly. No. So no, but what you're doing with these two balls, the aim of it is you get them knocking together. Yeah. So upwards and downwards. Yet, but to begin with, they just gently knock clack. at the bottom and they go clack, clack. Then you get the momentum going and you move your hand up and down faster <laughs> to get the balls Can you going. Stop doing the <laughs> so then the balls click at the bottom. And then they raise and they click above your hand as well. Yes. And then if you get a good rhythm going, and they go, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I knew this would happen. And I've con- got a pee. In a conversation about balls, <laughs> and they're called having a quick whack or something. You got there. You had to get your balls knocking in the bottom and at the top as quickly as possible. The, tr- <laughs> the trouble is. They didn't pass a lot of safety tests. They didn't have any fucking safety tests. And they would, quite often, explode. Mm. Yes. We'll brush over about balls exploding. and <laughs> <laughs> they, were, they were dangerous, so there'd be, like, little shards of acrylic material just, like, flying into people's faces and mm. so on. Um, so that's why they didn't last too long on the market. And when you think as an actual... An actual game something to do that's all there was to it did you have some clackers my balls were light blue right so i remember them vividly can you remember the day that you had them bought for you can you remember your mum taking you to the shop or did she just come home and said yeah davies your own personal clackers (laughs) now get in garden go out for the day go out for the day don't come back till 11 p.m yeah uh, no, I can't. It would probably be there was like a big toy shop, which was upstairs. It was next door to the local cinema. Was a big I forget the name of it now, but it was a place that sold like farm equipment. There'd be tractors in there and all sorts. But upstairs, it was toys, right? And most of the toys, toys I got and from the, Yeah, no, it's great pairing that goes together, isn't it? Um, yeah, so would have got them from there. I, I can see in my mind's eye you know the shade of blue it was a very light blue that they were and i did get quite quite i want them i want them i want yeah. them yeah and then i got good at it and went bang 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 bang, bang. could do it pretty good right so i i can remember seeing the advert on the telly in black and white mm. of clackers and uh, i lived in a very provincial place middle of nowhere the nearest town was 12 miles away so it was a big trip to go to town these are the days where there wasn't really supermarkets 
And it, it was like an event to go into Wrexham. And I saw this advert for clackers and I was the only kid in uh, the place we lived when I was little that didn't have any. And nobody would let me play with their clackers because I was an only child. Mm-hmm. Everybody else, brothers and sisters, they all had a pair of clackers. So this one particular uh, Saturday, my dad had to go and buy something from Woolworths. And he was off in Woolworths. And my mum, who never used to pay any attention to me, she did, she just wanted me to like disappear and leave her alone. And she bought me a pair to make me shut up. Hmm. Bright orange. So one orange ball with a big long string in the middle and another orange ball at the other end. And right in the middle of the string, it wasn't like a little lever. It was a ring. Yeah, it was either or that you had on them. And it was white. Well, It was white. So I clacked them and clacked them and clacked them and clacked them. And then they exploded. No way. Holy shit. They lasted, I think, probably less than two weeks. Mm Mm-hmm. I never got them to clack at the bottom yeah. and I never got them to clack at the top. <laughs> it was always like clacking at the bottom. Mm. But I can remember doing it and doing it and doing it and doing it. And they just went one day. And one of them uh, it, it actually fell off the string, like on the floor. Yeah. It didn't, you know, it didn't explode into pieces. Like you're probably going to read out some horror <laughs> stories now, aren't you? Um, and it was just at the point when all the accidents started because I had my clackers very late. Yeah. And then it was like on the news about how dangerous they were. Mm. Oh, yeah, it was big <clears> news. <throat> to give you an idea of how dangerous they were, I'm going to play now um, an audio clip from an American TV advert for them. And this is later in their, in their life cycle. Uh, which you'll hear because of the things that they say. So just have a quick listen to this. Now the original Miracle Clackers are unbreakable and shatterproof. Look for Miracle Clackers in this package. There's a name I missed out. Miracle Clackers. Good God, was that like... (laughs) Yeah, you see them going for it. Oh my God. Yeah, it's, uh, (laughs) it's worth watching. But did you hear what he said? Now they're unbreakable and shatterproof. Now they are. Now they are, but they weren't before. Which, Yeah, exactly, which means at the beginning we didn't really give a fuck. (laughs) Didn't really. Yeah, there'd be horror stories about people um, clacking a bit too hard. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Oh, my Johnny's clacked too hard and it's gone in his eye. Oh, Oh, his blue balls exploded everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Oh! Uh, Misses. They they peaked they peaked in popularity in 1971. Um, but as you've heard there, they did have a habit of shattering or exploding. Uh, there's a great video which is one that I'll put in the podcast notes on the website, and it's from 1971, a TV show over here in the UK called Nationwide. Oh, yeah, and I remember and, that. And it's called Clackers. Are the children's toys safe? Uh, it's it's four and a half minutes long and it's well worth watching. So, again, I'll put that on the yes. website in, in the notes. They are very similar to the hunting weapon, the bolo. The bolo, yeah. Which, <laughs> let's make a Actually, children's toy like a hunting weapon. When I think of clackers, I think of the cover of that Fleetwood Mac album, Rumours. Because, Steve, you know, um, Mick Fleetwood's got 
one leg up, hasn't he? Mm. And Stevie Nicks is at the side of him and in between his legs, he's got bolos hanging ah, down and they look just yeah. like lacquers. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, they... And that's a 70s album. Uh, yeah, there we go. <laughs> Congratulations. Well done. Staying in the 70s. Uh, they've had a few resurgences over the years, including in 2017, the original form of the toy was revived in Egypt what? and gained publicity among school children. It became famous under the name Cece's Balls. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that made me sneeze. Well Cece's balls. Referring to the testicles of the Egyptian president, Abdel, Abdel Fattah el-Sisi. Um, You're so shit at pronouncing names. names. I'm terrible at names. The police then arrested 41 clacker sellers, confiscated nearly 1,500 <gasps> pairs of the toy, which they considered to be offensive to the government. <laughs> Offensive to the president. Yeah. Uh, okay. They've made appearances in pop culture. Uh, in the film um, Beware the Blob, 1972, they're shown in there. Right. Clackers are a plot point in the 1993 Love and Sausages episode of the kids in the Hall TV oh, show. Oh, I love that. I love that. They're Canadian, aren't they, kids mm. in the Hall? Yeah. Uh, they were used as weapons by Joseph Joestar in the manga series JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. <laughs> They're featured in the 2007 Drake and Josh episode Megan's First Kiss and in the 2008 Zoe 101 episode Rumour of Love. I've never heard of any of them. I know. They were also used as weapons in the 2015 film Bahubali. <gasps> Bahubali! What a great film. What, what a great a film. Great film. And a recent eBay listing of the original 1970s clackers yeah. starting bid 40 quid. Shut the front door. 40 quid. 45. Starting bid for them. Do you remember how much they were originally? No idea. My, my orange ones were 99p. What, what 99p would be now? Yeah, it's probably like a fiver, isn't it? More, probably. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So there we go. Holy shit. Clackers. Clackers. Did you have clackers? Let us know. What yeah. were your memories of clack? Could you, if you had them, could you do it? Could you do the clack up and the clack down? Could, yeah. Could you do that up and down clacker? Did they explode? Did, you, did your mates? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> what? Did your clacker? Hi. We want to know if your clackers exploded. We want to know the colour of them first. Were they blue or purple? <laughs> What colours were I only remember orange ones. Oh, like fluorescent green ones. Yeah, there was a lot of really bright colours. They were colours bright fluorescent, from, yeah, from funky 70s yeah. colours. Yeah. 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 And I got boring light blue ones. Of course you did. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Tina. Yes, darling. Back in the 70s. Back in the 70s. Children's TV shows. Oh, oh here we go. Down the rabbit hole. Oh, hang on a minute. Do I need to sit down? Oh, I am sitting down. Do we need a drink of gin before we talk about whatever programme you've picked? Children's TV shows. Can I just not... ask one key question? Is it a happy programme or is it a bit scary? Because there was a lot of scary 70s. Chocky. There was a lot of scary 70s and I might need to get some sort of comfort blanket. Even like public information films from the 1970s. Terrifying. There's another rabbit hole to go down. Terrifying. But yeah, children's TV shows back in the 70s were not... <laughs> yes. 
not as well obviously not as politically friend yeah friendly. they weren't they weren't they were but very often they were pretty fucking frightening scary really. racist as well yeah always ableist 1970s bit of casual racism thrown <laughs> in yeah, all sorts of shit back yeah. then didn't care uh, and again as has already been mentioned with um, uh, the feedback we got back from twitter there were only three tv channels yeah. over here bbc one BBC, BBC Two. BBC and where, where, well, Your ITV, local ITV. Yeah, wherever you lived, it would be like if you lived in Wales, it would be Harlech. Mm-hmm. So where I was, it was Granada. Yeah. So Scotland would be Grampian. Mm-hmm. What was London? Anglia TV. Anglia. A- ATC was another one. That is Anglia. That's Anglia, Anglia, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, there was loads of different ones. Yeah. So <laughs> one of the TV shows was called... Pipkins. Oh, shit. <laughs> now, again, people of a similar age to us are already going, oh, fucking hell, Hartley hair. Hartley hair. Hartley hair. And shit. his teeth. Oh. And he was such a twat. He was, he was a bastard. He was a bastard. He was a bastard. Before we get onto Hartley hair, the bastard, the scary bastard. <laughs> I'll give you a few facts and figures. A little yeah. bit of history okay. about Pipkins. Uh, it was originally called Inigo Pipkin. Uh, yes, because he used to make them, didn't yes. he? Yes, it was a children's preschool TV program. What? This was this was the Teletubbies of the time, preschool. Yeah. Now imagine looking back on it now, preschoolers of the seventies watching Pipkins. Imagine preschoolers today watching it; they'd be they'd be crying. And, oh my god! They especially were. with the puppet because it wasn't just Hartley hair oh no it? there was more puppets we'll get through all the all the puppets but Hartley hair was the scary looking bedraggled yeah. one uh it ran from January 1973 to December 1981 well that's surprising it went into the 80s it went into the 80s and with 15 minute long episodes hmm. uh it was it was one of the first children's programs on British TV where the characters had regional accents. Now, we've just been yeah. talking about the regional TV stations. Yeah, yeah. So, Pig had a Birmingham accent. Pig. Pig. Top Off the Monkey mm. was a Cockney. Yeah. Octavia the Ostrich had a French accent. <laughs> okay. Pigeon had an upper-class English <gasps> accent. Pigeon. Mrs. Penguin had a Geordie accent. I don't remember Mrs. Penguin. (laughs) Um, Uncle Hare had a West Country English accent. Sophie the Cat had a non-regional English accent. Oh, she was a bitch as well. And Mooney the Badger had a Northern Ireland accent. I don't remember Mooney the Badger. there was some. The main ones I remember, obviously Hartley Hare is the one. Top off. And Pig. Pig and Hartley Hare and Pigeon. Yeah, and Octavia the Ostrich, I remember as well. So, in 1972, uh, the ITV networks, they expanded their daytime broadcasting hours. And four of the main TV, ITV companies were commissioned, and they each had to provide a series which would be of interest to preschoolers as an alternative to the successful US import, which was Sesame Street of the time. Oh, so, they wanted that. something. Okay, so all our preschoolers are getting hooked on Sesame Street. Yeah. You go out and make something for preschoolers. What can you come up with? That's similar to Sesame Street. Yeah, them. just aimed, like said, like, aimed at that younger audience. Sort of like Aesop's Fables with puppets then. Mm. You know, like telling tales 
that had a good outcome and how you should behave and yeah. be moral and ethical. <laughs> and they pick fucking heart oh, yeah. Anyway, from this commission, Thames Television came up with Rainbow. Yeah. Yorkshire had Mr. Trimble. Nope, don't remember that. Granada, Hickory House. Oh my God, I used to love Hickory, Hickory House. I used to love Hickory House. I can't remember that. Oh, well, again, don't as we go yeah, into okay. this series of shows, I must have seen it. TV will be a big one. While ATV's contribution was Inigo Pipkin. Right. Uh, it was first shown on New Year's Day in 1973. Uh, and the main character, he was an old puppet maker called Inigo Pipkin. And he was played by an actor called George uh, Woodbridge. It was got, when you look at his filmography, right, his filmography dates back to the 1940s, early 1940s, yeah. 1941, in yeah. fact. Uh, he was in loads of Hammer films. Oh, wow. Yeah, he was in like Dracula, Revenge of Frankenstein, The Mummy, Curse of the Werewolf. He was <gasps> in loads of them. He was in Curse of the Werewolf <laughs> with Ollie. <laughs> He was so that explains he went from hammer hammer horror to fucking Hartley Hair horror. Horror, <laughs> true. <laughs> uh, the puppets were his creations. He made the puppets, mm. uh, and over the course of this first series, uh, everybody watching they sh they saw him bring to life Hartley Hair. <laughs> what like like Frankenstein? <laughs> that would be so funny. If, He's like, alive. Hartley Hair was created like that, like in a horror film, uh, and also he made Tortoise. Um, and Top Off the Monkey, Pig, and Octavia the Ostrich. And they were all... Um, so I should say who played them as well. So Hartley Hare and Tortoise were played by Nigel Plaskett, same voice actor for those. Whereas Top Off the Monkey, Pig, and Octavia were all played by Heather Tobias. Right. wonder if there's any relation to Oliver Tobias. Oliver Tobias. It's mm. his mum. But <laughs> the actor who played him, Woodbridge... Unfortunately, he died of a heart attack in March 1973, aged only 66. Oh. Uh, and this was while recording... Oh, my God, he was only 60. He looked 80. <laughs> <laughs> he looked 90. Now, this happened while they were recording the second series, um, which oh, I, th dear. I think Hartley bumped him off, I to be honest. Did. I did. Hit him with those, those teeth. teeth. <laughs> so Inigo Pipkin, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't recorded in the order it was transmitted. Uh, and Woodbridge, he'd only completed taping of the later episodes. The scripts for the episodes that would be broadcast first in the transmission run, um, which would be those that he had not managed to record, had to be rewritten mm. because, of course, he died. What, you yeah, know, what could they yeah. do? They had to rewrite them. So his absence was explained by his being away on a fishing holiday. Oh, and what happened? He drowned while he was away? and Or they just didn't mention him again? Well, they did, because in 1974, in a first for a children's TV show, the death of Inigo was worked into the programme. Oh. Uh, and from this episode onwards, the show was renamed Pipkins. And Inigo's assistant, Johnny, played by Wayne Laye, that's pronounced wrong. I pronounce names wrong. Do you uh, want me to look? Peter Cove. Let me look. L A R Y E A. La Ye. Yeah. Okay. So he took over. So obviously the direction of the show had to change. Is Completely. that the is that the, the young black lad, Wayne La Ye? I think it is, because as we go on, so from here on in, the show it stopped centering around a puppet workshop and the hmm. characters became help people mm. 
helping anyone in need of a hand. This is quite interesting because I can remember, vaguely remember Inigo, Mm. but really remember Pipkins with the young black lad who was in it. Yeah. And I can remember wondering, I mean, remember again, you know, I was a little girl at the time. There were two black people on TV at the time for children. Mm. There was Wayne mm-hmm. in Pipkins and... Floella Benjamin. No, I was thinking of Derek... F- Derek oh, Griffiths. Derek Griffiths. I didn't think of Floella. Mm. Derek Griffiths. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought perhaps they were like, you know, two black men. And I didn't know if they were the same person. No. No. Well, they, obviously they weren't. But isn't that interesting? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. I mean, things haven't really changed all these years later. There's not that many black people on telly now. But the fact that they were quite forward thinking, yeah. and rightly so, that this lad that was in Pipkins was a, was a yeah, young yeah. black man. Yeah. Yeah. So with that death of Inigo then, there was, they did an episode, it was called Death of a Goldfish, and it dealt with the death of a goldfish. It was in regards to lose, killed losing a pet. So a lot of children would relate <gasps> to the death yeah. of a pet. So Top Off the Monkey and Johnny discussed why the goldfish died and why people die. Oh. And that's what they're doing. Um, before I get any further to that, just I was to... I sort of hoping you were going to play a clip then. Yeah, well, what I'm going to do, I am going to play a, a clip now. But what it is, because over the years... The theme tune changed. Yeah. So I'm going to play the different theme tunes of, of Pipkins over the years, beginning with the first one when it was yeah. called Inigo Pipkin. Yeah. So again, people of a similar age, see which one of these theme tunes sounds the most familiar okay. as you listen to these. Okay. And this has got the ATV music intro at the beginning oh, as well, just to really get those, yeah. uh, those okay. memories flowing. Amazing! Oh my god! This is the story of.
just me squashing Hartley at the end. <laughs> Did you hear him getting in on the act? Yeah, Fucking little, little bastard. Twat he is. Bastard. Out of those four, it was the second and third one that were more familiar yeah. to me. But the the first one's the funkiest. In a good pin, yeah, pin, yeah. It, it, it reminded me of, we're the double deckers. Do you remember <laughs> oh, the God, double deckers? It was. It was yeah, like the double, double deckers. Double deckers. There yeah. you go. Yeah, don't remember the last one at all, though. No, that last song. That last theme. So we must have been really pissed off with Hartley by then. Well, by 1981, gone. we were like, what, 16? Yeah. We wouldn't be watching But I still Pipkins. would have watched it. Yeah, I would have. <laughs> we watched Tis Was. We'll try. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. So Johnny, he left Pipkins around 1978. He was replaced by Tom, played by Jonathan Kidd, who didn't last long because he moved on in 1980 and his place was taken by Peter Potter. Peter Potter. Played by Paddy O'Hagan. Uh, here you go. Can you remember this? In later years, Sue Nichols, Audrey <gasps> from Corrie, and yeah. also in The Rise and Fall of Reggie Perrin. She and Rent a Ghost. She made regular appearances in Pipkins as no. the neighbour, Mrs Muddle. No. I don't remember her in No, it. don't remember her. No. Uh, and the familiar workshop set, that was replaced in 1979. It was in the story Moving Out with new interiors based around a kitchen and a backyard. Oh. Yeah. And then Pipkins ended when ATV lost its franchise for the Midlands ITV region. Uh, it was restructured and became Central Independent Television. Mm. And the programme was replaced by Let's Pretend, which I don't know. No, nope, don't remember that. Um, so for the Inigo Pipkin episodes, the opening and closing titles were sung by Jackie Lee. There you go. You said it was a funky one. Jackie Lee, that's who you need to look up. Uh, who had earlier sung the themes to children's programmes, The Adventures of Rupert Bear <gasps> and White Horses. Oh, White Horses. She'd sung the uh, intro to those as well. Uh, and unusually for a children's TV show, there was no spin-off Pipkin's merchandise. Can you imagine people buying like Hartley a toy Hairs. Hartley? <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, there was none of those produced during the programme's run. Out of a total... Of 333 episodes that were made, only 135 have survived. Oh. Which is the way of a lot That's of a 70s blessing. shows. <laughs> the other 197 <coughs> episodes, they no longer exist in any format, wow. while two others exist on the 625 line Pal Collar videotape, um, and only as incomplete copies, which is a shame, really, isn't yeah. it? You, you know, you lose all of that. Um, Nigel Plaskett, he provided the show's narration as well as voicing and operating Hartley and Tortoise, made off-air domestic video cassettes recordings of around 56 episodes, now the only format in which these are known to exist, and these have been used for the DVD release in the UK. So there is Pipkin's The Collection, released by the now, unfortunately, Demised network. Oh, hmm. they were so good at releasing. They were amazing. Unusual stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, we, oh, we've we got yeah. loads of network on yeah. air DVDs. They yeah. were brilliant. And it was gutting that when they finished just a few months ago. Uh, so, yeah, Pipkin's The Collection, if you can find that anywhere. Um, it's 10 discs, 20 hours, and has every surviving episode. Wow. So that's the one to chase up if you've... Um, Got to be worth a fortune now. Yeah, with it being like Pipkin and to people the network like us. stuff. Well, it's people like us. Oh, would it? I mean, come on, seriously, right? You can watch Cholton and the Wheelies mm. or Pipkins. I don't know. Even though we have cactus in heart, we should explain as well because there'll be people listening to this 
who don't remember it, and thank you for sticking this far into the show, uh, who will be going, why do you keep going on about Hartley Hair? Yeah. First of all, go online, Google Hartley Hair Pipkins, yeah. and have a look at what he looks like. Looks like, like yeah. Just yeah. get an idea yeah. in your head of how scary. I reviewed a film for the website, oh, good few years ago now, called The Beaster Bunny. <laughs> Yeah. And if I remember rightly in the review, I likened it to like a huge yeah. Hartley hair mm. going absolutely fucking bonkers and eating people. Yeah. Which I think something Hartley did when the cameras weren't rolling. <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't an attract none of the puppets were attractive. No. Top off the monkey looked not quite right. And pig was a bit it was a bit dodgy pig because it was like a fat pig that just didn't stop eating and had yeah. a brummy accent. And, and, was was a, really... and was a bit of a shit puppet. They were all a bit uh, they of were shit all puppets. Shit. But Hartley, I don't know. You talk to anybody who's the same age as us and you say, Hartley hair, and they go, oh. Because yeah. <laughs> his teeth were kind of goofy teeth, yeah. but pointed in opposite directions as mm-hmm. well. He looked raggy. Oh, yeah. And the guy who was puppeteering him gave him very irregular and extremely jerky movements so it was been, like he was he it needed was an exorcism yeah yeah and he was just a shit he was a little shit he was a shit he was nasty and he used to take the piss out of the other puppets yeah yeah and the piss out of johnny and the piss out of he was just horrible But he never really got... It would be like, oh, Hartley, you're so horrible. Stop being nasty to pig. Stop saying pig's a fat pig because he eats too much. And Hartley would be like, ah, fuck you. (laughs) Wouldn't he? And he was like, because Top Off the Monkey was kind of naughty, but he wasn't evil. And Hartley Hartley always came across, yeah, as evil. Yeah. Didn't he? And nothing ever happened to him. He was never punished. And this is what we taught preschoolers in the 1970s. Yeah. Oh, those were the days. Those were the days. So we're going to... So they're, they're the two main topics of this show. Clackers. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even move my hand then. I didn't do the yeah, movement. Yeah. No, it's ready for it's it. It's ready though, for it. it. It's, it's ready oh, for the... Oh, it's so ready. Oh. And, and Pipkins. Yes. Uh, now, like I said, in these shows, we'll cover two, maybe three. And there's so much to cover. We've talked about, even during talking about Clackers and Pipkins, things have come up that we've got, oh, such and such with this, mm. such and such with that. There's so much to talk about in this decade. Um, but again, your thoughts, your memories of the 1970s. And again, for the younger listeners, if there was something you you go, oh, I've done a bit of research. Was this a thing in the 70s? Was this true? Mm. And then we'll let you know. I want to finish this one off because this is something as well. And again, I'd love feedback on this from all of our listeners. There was some weird shit that you ate in the 1970s. I mean, the food standards were completely different. (laughs) And we will, as we go on with different episodes, we'll talk about, you know, like confectionery sweets, how they were so different, like Milky Ways. They were, uh, yeah, everything was huge. uh, Everything was a lot bigger. Yeah. And they were so different. And it wasn't because we had little oh, child hands. no, it hands. wasn't because of that. They were bigger. They were bigger. Milky Ways were better. not white inside. They were no. like a yeah. a light brown, which, yeah. like we said, everything was in the 1970s. Yeah, everything was brown. It had to be brown. Yeah. Uh, and, oh, yeah, and like bounties. And, oh, what other ones came with, with the cardboard insert in them as well. Remember those? Toffee Crisps used to have cardboard yeah. inserts, didn't they? But 
Oh, God. I, you're not going to talk about... Yes, I am. I've got to bring this up because I want to know if anybody else... Oh, God. Oh. If anybody else out there was given this. Now, before I say what it is, I'm, I'm just going to set it up. Before you start, can I just add that the cooking method was different, but I had the exact same item given to me to eat. It wasn't just you. Okay. So my my nan gave me this first. And this was in, I remember when it was, it was my final year of primary school. So I would be 10 going on 11. I so, could throw up. So it'll be 1975. I began secondary school in 1976. So it'll be 1975, 10 years old, and my nan gives it me to eat. Mm. And I thought nothing of it. You we know? don't. I was at my it's nan and granddad's. Not. Yeah. Uh, my dad's mum and dad, and she's going, oh, you go, have this. And I was like, oh, okay. Oh, oh, that's nice. Mm, what'd you do with it? Oh, that's what you so thought. So then I took it to school, mm. and I got some looks, because I took sandwiches to school, and I'd get this out of my little Tupperware box, and people go, what the fuck are you eating? <laughs> Even like 10-year-old kids were yeah. going, what are you eating? And this continued when I started, but not for long when I started, because I went, because I passed my 11 plus, so I went, to an all-boys grammar school, right? Yeah. So you can imagine me opening a little, you know, my butty box, and this is in there, and you've got the prefects that are there. You know, you've got yeah, like Sebastian 16 and years old. And it was like, so I didn't last long when I was at grammar school eating this. But my nan gave me to eat raw pork sausage. Yeah. A raw sausage. Yeah. And what I'd do is you'd oh, God. bite the skin no. off the end of it. Oh, and squeeze the raw meat out of the skin into your mouth and then go, mmm, that's nice. Mm. <laughs> so I'd say for a good 12 months, no, I mean, mm. not every day, but I'd say once a week, at there or thereabouts, <laughs> I would have a raw pork mm. sausage to eat. Yeah. And think nothing of yeah, it. Yeah, me too. My, my, I, I would have been my mum gave me raw pork sausages to eat. Um, you know, and you'd like cut them, the links with with scissors. So the, the and it was just complete. The other thing was raw bacon she used to give me to eat. Oh, well. I never had that, no. Raw, how the fuck did we stay alive eating raw pork? <laughs> That's like Salmonella City yeah. botulism. And we were just like, yeah, okay, because your mum wouldn't give you some shit to eat, would she? <laughs> be like, Although my mum would. Just raw Pork sausages yeah. and bacon. Yeah. It is bizarre looking back on it. Yeah. <gasps> so did anybody out there, is there anybody else that had raw pork sausage or anything else like that where you think, you look back on it now and you go, mm. how the hell did I eat that and survive? Yeah. Why did people give me that to eat? But the, the other thing about the diets we would eat when we were kids, you may have been different but dinner every day was chips and egg and chips and oh, egg yeah. and chips yeah, yeah. and egg and sausage and chips and egg yeah. and beans and chips and egg. Yeah. Chips and Definitely, egg. Yeah. On a Sunday, if they were flop, because my parents were, my dad was a minor, we were a poor family. I don't ever, ever, ever remember having Sunday dinner. Mm -hmm. Chips and egg, chips and sausage, chips and egg, no burgers, no vegetables. Mm-hmm. Really, no vegetables. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got always chips and it never deviated. The only deviation for us was if my mum 
made an apple pie and that's because apples were on the trees in the back garden. <laughs> Seriously. See, there's something you can eat raw, an apple. Yeah. Safely. Not a cooking apple. But, well, it, but a, it's, yeah. you know, you look at, you know, are you supposed to eat five a day now? We're all very health conscious and eat fruit and veg. And we were dragged up food wise. I mean, nobody went out for a meal. Oh, God, no. You couldn't go to a supermarket and buy a ready meal. There were no microwaves, but there were no, there were Vesta ready meals, which came in bags that you would boil mm -hmm. in a saucepan of boiling water. And it would always be rice and curry. And I can remember my dad having one because my dad had been in the RAF and stationed in Malaya and Singapore. And he said it was the nearest thing to the curry that he'd had in Singapore. And I was like, oh, dad, can I just have a taste? And he wouldn't let me have one because I was too young. Too young to eat curry. So I would have been six, seven, seven maybe. Uh, wouldn't let me have a taste. And it was so exotic. You know what I did say? I've lied there when I said the raw sausage finished in my first year of of uh, grammar school. It didn't. You're still eating them in secret no, now, yeah, aren't no, you? I'm just it finished in my third year of grammar school. And the reason I remember it so well... And I've told you this story. So there's me and Ike, who I've talked about on a podcast before. We've been friends since we were 11. And Chris, who now lives in Taiwan, and he came to visit uh, not too long ago. Um, so there was me and Chris sat in the back of a maths class. Now, he wasn't... For the first two years, we always used to just glare at each other in He's lines. He's naughty Chris, though, isn't he? But in the third year he was put in the same class as me and because his surname follows on from mine alphabetically we were sat next to each other because you had to sit mm. where you were told to sit yeah. on those wooden desks with a little <gasps> ink pot yes. at the front yeah. um back in the days when that lifted up that you lifted could up hide thing hide your porn in it yeah <laughs> and then the teachers would throw his i think from the yeah. 70s you were talking earlier about being you know kids being hit mm. locked in a wardrobe and hit on the head with yeah. a porn mag. Yeah. teachers would throw wooden oh, board dusters yeah. at you yeah to your head, yeah. to your face. Yeah. They would walk past you and wrap the back of your hands with yeah. like anything, like a yeah. ruler. Or... They were always beating the shit they out of you. They were beating the shit out and of you You went constantly. to like a really posh school and I went to a common comprehensive. But I, I, I've been hit, got hit. So girls was nothing. They would, they would hit girls. Oh, yeah. 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 So I remember this was, so this was in the third year because Chris was sat next to me in this maths class and we were sat. At the back of the class, in the corner, and I got a raw sausage. So, so this, are you sure it was a sausage? I'm sure <laughs> it was a raw sausage. And I, I must have by this point thought, fucking raw sausage, what's going on here? So running, there were radiators in the room. You cooked it. I so, and then there was the the pipes that went from one radiator to the other, and the pipes ran all around the outside of the room. And I remember putting this raw sausage on a pipe. Because it was, you know, it was winter time and it was How hot. How are you alive? And then it <laughs> started to sizzle. The sausage went, so it kept turning over. But then, of course, you could smell cocking sausage. So the teacher, and I forget his name, and me and Chris like pissing ourselves laughing. And everybody knew what was going on in the class, knew yeah. that I was cooking this sausage on this radiator. Was it really radiator. cooking? It was, well, it, it wasn't cocking, cocking. The radiator pipes were really hot. I mean, they must have failed some safety tests that would be in, you know, that would be yeah. nowadays. They'd have to have some sort of, I don't know, lagging or something over them. 
because you could really burn yourself if yeah. you touched them. Yeah. And we're sat next to them. So this sausage is starting to make a little sizzly sounds, but you can really smell it because it's it's cooking. And I remember the, the maths teacher going, who's cooking a sausage? Who's cooking? And everybody's laughing. Who's it's, cooking a it's sausage? Not something you think you'd hear in maths class. And everybody's laughing, and he, like the teacher's getting more and more upset. Now, there were two classrooms that had got um, a glass door. It wasn't a glass. It was a door with, like, square glass panes on it mm. between the two classrooms. So the teacher went into the other classroom. I'm not sure why. He was getting so wound up and annoyed that he went into this other classroom. In case he murdered you, probably. <laughs> and he shut the door, and I remember getting this sausage, which isn't cooked. It was just like a... Oh, gloopy for God's by now. sake. So I picked it up and threw it. Oh, you didn't eat it, thank no, God. No, I didn't eat that. it. Oh, God, no. And I threw it and it hit the glass of the adjoining <laughs> door between the two. And it just splattered when it hit the glass. So the teacher comes flying in. Who's done it? Fair play. Nobody told on me. Everybody went, I want to know. I don't know. But it was one of the funniest things we'd seen. <laughs> we'd seen. And uh, yeah, there was this half cooked splattery sausage. Did nobody tell on you because you were Mr. Big in the in the class? Yeah, because I was Mr. Big. I yeah. was I was the sausage dealer. <laughs> <laughs> they, they went to me for the raw sausage. I think if you'd have eaten any of that sausage, you would be dead. Oh God, yeah. So yeah, for actually, so for more than a year, I was eating raw pork sausage. Are there any doctors listening to this or <laughs> microbiologists who could perhaps advise us on... Yeah, and saying, you're a miracle of science. You should be dead by now. Yeah, but it wasn't just you. It, mm. was, me. it was me. So if I was doing it, all the other kids yeah, in the street yeah. I lived in, they'd be eating raw sausage yeah. as well. So please, listeners, tell us raw sausage, anything like that, that nowadays you look back and you think, why the fuck did I eat that? Yeah. There. So there, there's a... To start us off, a little snapshot of the 1970s. Oh We've got kids' toys that were weaponized, basically. We've got a preschool TV show that was scary oh as fuck and just the thing of nightmares even now. And you've got raw sausage. Raw sausage. <laughs> just to give you a little taste so of the 1970s. So what are we going to talk about in the next I don't episode. know. We shall surprise people. We shall okay. see what happens. Um, but again, if you've got any suggestions, any memories yourself, write us an email. Contact at 60mw.co.uk, numerical 60, not alphabetical. And we'll read them out and uh, yeah. re respond on the show. I want to hear, I want a Frederick email. From Sweden. S yeah, but Frederick's a lot younger than us. Oh, I mean, he'll have see. to ask his, his dad, mm -hmm. won't he? Yeah. Because that would be interesting to know what the 70s were like in a different country. It would be good, yeah, wherever you are in the world. Yeah. What was the 1970s like where yeah. you were? Yeah. And again, younger listeners, if we have sent you down any rabbit holes, let us know what you think. Uh, if there's anything you'd like to know about the 1970s, mm. let us know. Do you want to know where your dad kept his paw? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I've got going through my head now? Come on board, come on board. Yeah, double deckers. See, there's a thing. Yeah, go, go and Google So that. much to talk about from the 1970s. So much. Right, we will disappear. We will be back at some point. Will we disappear like David Nixon? Oh, oh, there's a 70s cliffhanger to leave people on. David Nixon. David Nixon. Finished by going online and lucking up David Nixon. Ali Bongo. Uh, right, as always, go to 60mw.co.uk. Everything is on there. Links to our social media, uh, all the podcasts, all the news, all the reviews. And like I said, there's a contact us form on there, or you can just email us direct. Um, hit us up. Let us know what you think of this new 
back in the 70s show. <laughs> we, we will be back and uh, I'll play the theme tune and you'll be free to clack as much as you want then. Oh, uh, hey, well. <laughs>